AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You are listening to Waiting on Reparations, production of iHeartRadio. on an elephant to seize the empty hotel rooms from the developers and turn them into tenements so all the homeless brothers and sisters can get some shelter when the weather gets to sweltering so much abundance 17 million houses in this country sitting empty while 700,000 of a follow men are sent to dwell in twin simply astounding the answer to this crisis is so simple and so elegant meanwhile the president reacts with condescension when we ask him when he's sending checks for spending rent and ending then why he's supporting immigrants it's a spitting image of the evil of before only slightly more intelligent <laughs> Hey. hey! I'm Dope Knife. I'm Lingua Franca. We are waiting on reparations. Yeah. So we did our um our episode last week about Fred Hampton, and I think this week we're going to keep it talking about revolutionaries. But we're about to flip the script a little bit, and we're about to talk about contemporary revolutionary. I would say that's accurate. A contemporary revolutionary, and also someone who is across the pond. Yeah. So. Um, week before last, uh, a Catalonian rapper, Pablo Hussel, uh, got arrested for some tweets and, uh, lyrics that he has insulting the crown and allegedly, uh, uh, glorifying terrorism, which has since struck up riots all over the, all over the country of Spain uh, that went on for about five days and so we're going to talk a little bit about Pablo Hussel's music and political leanings the riots in Spain last week that uh, sprung up in response to his incarceration over his lyrics and tweets and think a little bit about what they can tell us Yankees about free speech and leftist politics in Spain 
Now, when we say riots, are we talking about riots in the form of that's what the powers that be would describe them as? Or are we talking about like actual legit <laughs> objective the riots, riots? As in like 100 people were injured, 35 police mm. officers hospitalized. Uh, uh, so you know, it's like kind of shit. You know, demonstrations that some on the ground reported escalated into clashes when the police, you know, agitated. Some young folks interviewed by like CNN as an example kind of like claimed that they were somewhat of the aggressors that led to um, the escalation of violence as well. There were some claims that there were some quote unquote outside agitators that did things like start looting, et cetera, that weren't a part of the demonstrations in spirit. Etc. But you know, it's kind of stuff that's become familiar as uh, global capitalism. No, I'm, curious as, I'm curious as to how many of our listeners are aware of this because, like, I mean, I wasn't even aware of the situation because it's not being covered on American, at least not corporate news, anyway. Not even, to be not honest even with you, I haven't seen it anywhere. Yeah. I haven't even heard. I didn't even hear. You know, hear about this in Democracy Now or no. like anywhere. So I no. don't know. It's wild. So we're going to talk a little bit about who Pablo is. Um, the events leading up to his arrest, including, you know, his uh, some of the political allyships that he alludes to in his lyrics uh, that ha- have been condemned by the Spanish courts. But also a little bit of background on free speech in Spain. Like, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. Um, and the in 2015, I think the conservative, like, slightly right party passed some, like, shit cracking down on freedom of expression so like there it's kind of like a whole thing and we'll get into just like its implications etc but yeah we're gonna get into all of that after the jump pablo hassel is a catalan rapper writer poet and leftist political activist He took his artistic name from a revolutionary character in an Arabic short story. In an interview with El Periodico in 2018, he cited the typical influences as a source of his revolutionary ideas. That's uh, Che Guevara of the Cuban Revolution. He said, I asked myself the question, and Marxism gave me the answer for why some hoard so much and the majority have so little and live in misery. And I really quickly want to say that, like, I had to, like read a bunch of interviews with him and like songs and stuff the best I can with my like Spanish. I used to be very good, like almost fluent, but I haven't used in many years, like translate a lot of his interviews and stuff. So I hope I do him justice here in some of this. But in any case, in tweets and music, Hassel has condemned police violence and expressed support for armed revolutionary groups, including Grapo, a group that engaged in armed struggle to destabilize the new Spanish democratic government in favor of communism during the 1970s and 1980s after the Franco dictatorship was toppled. He also shouted out Basque separatist group ETA, a nationalist separatist organization in the Basque country of northern Spain and southwestern France that engaged in a violent campaign of bombings, assassinations, and kidnappings throughout the Spanish territory with the goal of gaining independence for the Basque country. In an interview... I still said a grapple. It is incredible that people are branded as criminals and spend 30 years in prison because they have chosen to dedicate their entire life to the fight against a genocidal system. One can be against armed struggle, but please, Grappo did not bomb hospitals and schools like the Yankee Empire. 
Instead, if you are a popular party member who supports genocide in the East, well, you are considered a hero and a great man. The People's Party, for background, is a conservative Christian democratic political party in Spain. Then he goes on to say, however, if you do not condemn Grappo, you are branded a terrorist of the worst kind. We live in an upside down world where the worst is accepted and justice and resistance and to barbarity gets punished. As Malcolm X said, newspapers act so that the masses end up loving their oppressors and condemning those who oppress them. It's important to understand that Basques in the Northwest and Catalans in the Northeast have a strong national identity, long histories, and a struggle for autonomy from the Spanish government, which I imagine influences things too. Yeah, so there's already the sense of like, fuck the government, just ringing down the chain of their own like community histories as these like autonomous regions that, you know, see themselves as separate from Spain, but ultimately are like overseen by the Spanish government. Um, I think deeper than we experience in the States in the sense of like our history is fairly short. And so like there isn't really a regional history, a regional sense of identity that extends back past the foundation of our nation. And so like we might be like, fuck the government, but it's not because like there is like in our DNA, like rec- recollection and like, you know, like a cultural like uh tendency toward like this your like the memory for like i'm saying on the show yeah like we're, like we're not even part of this shit you know right I mean? like yeah part of their culture is we are our own people like we are separate like going back way back before spain was ever a country yeah and like it today still like animates a lot of their you know fight the fight for liberation is like in different terms here because they're struggling for their autonomy against like what they see is like a fascist Spanish government and yeah. that's kind of imposed on them, even if it's supposedly a democracy. And I imagine when some of those lines were drawn that included them into the nation of Spain, it wasn't done necessarily on their own volition. Right. With their it control. Like the Basque country, it's like part of Spain and part of France. And they just like, well, nope. Half, <laughs> of, half of that is Spain now. Like, you know, what the hell is that shit? <laughs> uh, what not raise my eyebrow, but just as always, like, a cool thing to see is um, him citing Malcolm X. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it, it, it always takes me back how, like, I mean, you, you know someone like Malcolm X was, like, trying to make a difference and trying to change things, you know what I'm saying, and affect a lot of different people, but it's like... You know, if you could ask Malcolm X back then, it's like, yo, do you think 50, 60 years from now that Spanish revolutionary, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, are going to be like citing you as an influence or, or citing the work you did or learning from the steps that you took? That that always is, is impressive to me. Let's go. Let's get to talk a little bit about Pablo's arrest. So there's a 24 hour standoff between police and rapper Pablo Hassan, which saw riot cops clash with Hassan's supporters outside of Yeda University in northeastern Catalonia, Spain. It ended last Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday morning, when anti-riot officers stormed the university's rectorate building and apprehended Hassel. As he was escorted out, Pablo was reported to have shouted, it is the fascist state that is arresting me, death to the fascist state, with his fist raised in the air. He and more than 50 supporters locked themselves inside the university in Spain's northeastern Catalonia region at midday on Monday. This isn't his first brush with the law either. Hassel was also convicted in 2018 for insulting the monarchy and glorifying terrorism. So on his Twitter account, he's paid homage to Grappo um, and um, 
He said that um, when the Grappo militant was shot dead by police in 1982, that he had been murdered by the police for defending our rights. Writing on Twitter, Hassel frequently accuses the Spanish security forces of torture and murder, using the term Nacional Police, a fusion of national and Nazi. And he's accused the royal family of corruption, incest, <laughs> corruption, incest, and cocaine addiction, suggesting the guillotine for one of the former monarch's daughters, such which will come up in a song we're going to talk about a little bit later. The rapper also referred to the Spanish royal family as fascists and described Juan Carlos, the former monarch, as a mafia boss for his ties to Saudi royals. So after all of this, it stirred up free speech concerns from Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, and the UN Human Rights uh, Council, who all say that they were troubled at the state of freedom of expression in Spain. And I mean, it gets you... It's just the, the dichotomy, especially considering some of the things that we've talked about in the last few weeks, you know, when we were going back to cancel culture and how yeah. right wingers are feeling like they're persecuted and shit like that. It's like this is this is what real life canceling is. I know this is what. The, yeah, this is what the actual First Amendment is like literally about. Like if it was something like this, then I would be worried about you. But like this is actual. Yeah. This is not. Some people were mean to you on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, whether you're right wing, left wing, whatever, it's just having a proper perspective about things, I think, definitely is important. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, especially when people learn about things like this, what's going on with Pablo, just makes... Just makes you sound like a fucking idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what exactly are you complaining about? Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. 
We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. So Amnesty International tweeted, no one should face criminal prosecution only for expressing themselves on social media or singing something that may be distasteful or shocking. Expressions that do not clearly and directly incite violence cannot be criminalized. And I agree with that 100%. I mean, you know, I, I, I know enough about myself to know that I'm not necessarily like a free speech absolutist. Yeah. You know, just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? You can't yell, fire the crowd at theater, all that. Yeah. I think this is just interesting to like contrast with what we experience around free speech in the United States to kind of highlight what, like how bad things could be. Um, And perhaps like foretelling a future we could have if like we do not beat fascism here. Uh, Like, yo, I mean, it, it gets into some other stories of, uh, uh, other instances where this has happened to folks but um, I think it's under perspective our own the state of our own policy around our right to expression etc so why don't you tell them a little bit about like what exactly like explain the situation of the riots to them okay so um, Hassel's arrest resulted in riots in Barcelona, Girona Madrid and uh, Tarragona resulting in over 100 injuries over the past week During the demonstrations um, last Wednesday, 14 people were arrested in Madrid and 29 in Barcelona. Cops and protesters are reported to have exchanged projectiles, bottles and rocks from one side, and tear gas and rubber bullets from another. Protesters also uh, built and set fire to barricades. Some demonstrators smashed windows, set fire to trash containers and motorcycles, and looted stores. Um, It was reported that 35 Spanish Capitol police officers were hospitalized. But um, one young person interviewed by CNN um, who took to the streets in Barcelona on Saturday um, claimed that in her experience, the protests had been peaceful until the police intervened, which um, it sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, hey, whether I don't care whether it's stateside or it's across the ocean, like police don't get the benefit of the doubt from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's also interesting, though, to read some of the quotations in that CNN piece. Uh, speaking with young people who were t- participating in the demonstrations, that uh, Berta, the woman who I just quoted, um, and one other young man they spoke with, both condemned the looting mm-hmm. and said that you know, and claimed that there may, might be outside agitators, that some people might sometimes try to take advantage of the social movements, and, but they don't, you know, they're not actually aligned with the cause. And so it's also interesting to hear those sentiments, those evaluations of what is legitimate protest, et cetera, like also echo in a different, um, a political sphere. Now here's a question I have for you. Like, um, so you have this going on, which like I said, I I hadn't necessarily seen this covered, but then we know that there's the, uh, like anti Putin protests going on in Russia. Mm -hmm. Uh, we know what happened in Belarus when they protested after the election was stolen by the dictator there. Do you think it's, do you think it's indicative of something? And then we have, you know, art of the summer that we had. Do you think that any of this is like indicative of like a global, like a global, like a global sense of unrest? I mean, I think so. I mean, the intersecting crises we're facing between, you know, worsening, like, climate catastrophes, uh, income inequality, uh, 
the right the you know the way that there's this increased polarization of the, like the the new the rise of like the new right globally mm. and how I think that it like that mixed with like the failure of global global capitalism and like climate chaos like have people very rapidly radicalizing to the left yeah um and being willing to embrace a wider variety of tactics to make themselves heard um out of frustration out of just like snapping under the economic anxiety of living in this moment um and living in it didn't even mention fucking coronavirus you know all the shit i mean the only thing to be careful about with that i think is that the the, the that like sense of like a global right new like a new global right wing yeah. movement is definitely coordinated you know oh, what I'm saying? Well, and, yeah. and, and the actors, you see people like Steve Bannon meddling, not meddling, but like Steve Steve Bannon went on like a Austria white supremacist tour, and and that that's all I mean is like I I I, I sense that like the the reaction that's uh, radicalizing people to the left is not as like contrived and you know what I mean mm-hmm. and and pre planned as the this right wing movement is because there's a lot of there's a lot of big money propaganda going into the global this global right wing movement. Um, I think this all I think it also speaks to like the lack of like truly revolutionary like activity in recent history for people to like like we don't we don't really have that sort of I guess we just don't really have that culture of like actual armed struggle. Like when we talk about like the revolutionary war, which was fucking like four hundred years ago. Like, you know, we like when we think about battle, we think about stuff that we do to other people in other countries, not something that's like happening in the streets of our town. Um, like, like, you know, the ETA was doing, like Grappa was doing of like blowing up, like, you know, government buildings and robbing banks and shit like that. Like, we don't really have that kind of kind of history. Um, and so um, I think that. It's, there's a lot to be said for like the way it seems that in Spain the sense of like you know with with the riots even like the sense of like revolutionary spirit of like take to the streets fuck some shit up <laughs> might be a little more alive there than here. <laughs> well, I mean we're gonna get a little into uh, Hassel's lyrics in a bit and actually unpack some of them, and so we can maybe play the judge then if any American rapper has. Uh, <laughs> content this uh, alarming to the state yeah so free speech issues aren't new in Spain or even in Spanish hip hop so in 2017 Malak Malak how do you say how do you pronounce that oh Mallorca Mallorca based rapper Valtanik fled to Belgium to avoid a three and a half year sentence for lyrics critical of the Spanish monarchy and allegedly glorifying terrorism Caesar Strawberry, member of the rock band Defcon's DOS, received a one-year suspended sentence for tweeting several jokes about the ETA and Grappo between 2013 and 2014. He was initially acquitted by the National Court in 2016, which declared that Caesar, both in his professional and his private life, doesn't postulate support for terror groups or any kind of violence, and that his intention was ironic or provocative. However, earlier this year, the Supreme Court said that his intention is irrelevant, arguing that Article 578 of the Criminal Code doesn't demand proof of intention behind acts that constitute offense to glorifying terrorism. His lawyer said he would appeal to the European Court of Human Rights, but 
Yo, what if we had a law in America that it didn't matter, that it didn't matter your intent? I say that, but I don't even know if maybe they do actually do that. Yo, well, yeah, intent matters, right? Because that's why we have second degree murder and first degree mm-hmm. murder and, you know, and attempted murder and shit like that. But for, so, like, but for like, well, I guess we don't, I mean, I guess. for the state to like prosecute you to say that intent doesn't matter. I mean, it's it would kind of be, I don't know if I'm taking this to an extreme, but. With, but free, like, with like harmful, like. Uh, harmful consequences of free speech acts. I mean, I would imagine that at some point, even in the U.S., that your intent wouldn't matter. But it was just kind of, I guess it would be depending on what you said, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, if you said, yo, everybody start a riot, and then, or everybody blow something up, and then that happened, and then they were like, hey, why did you say that? And you're like, well, that wasn't my intention. Then I guess you could kind of be like, does it matter what your intention said? So in February 2016, two puppeteers were accused of glorifying terrorism while performing a play in Madrid. Damn, they're going after puppeteers too? No, they're going after puppeteers, Um, my dude. (laughs) The play represented a police setup in which a character held up a poster with the words Gora Alka ETA, a play on the words Al-Qaeda and a Basque for Long Live ETA. Police arrested the duo and held them on charges of belonging to an armed gang for several days. They were later acquitted, but the damage had already been done. Eric Sands de Bremen, uh, Eric Sands de Bremen, one of the puppeteers' lawyers, explained that being accused of glorifying terrorism was already a punishment in itself. The puppeteers were subjected to a public exposure, nothing short of brutal. Imagine how it was for them out on the streets in those days, he told uh, Periodical, adding that the artists and their families had received death threats. He also pointed out that... When the judge decided that the play was completely legal, the media didn't show the same interest. Okay, well, I mean, see, they they were already not, the government and the police were already not getting the benefit of the doubt from me, but it's like the pattern is already, is obviously there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can possibly, again, the whole plausible deniability thing, you can possibly make the explanation of, yo, we're dealing with important shit and this thing that this rapper said was just so bad that like we have to pay attention to it and we have to go after him and yada 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 but obviously if they're going after rapper after rapper and fucking puppeteers on doing street shows you know what i'm saying it's like the pattern is obviously there that they're just trying to suppress dissent just just period you know what i mean it really is fascist as they say um, in 2015, like, uh, it, it kind of expands beyond just like, you know, street side puppet shows or whatever. In 2015, the Spanish government, then led by the center right people's uh, popular party, introduced a highly controversial public security law known as the gag law among critics, which cracked down on both the right to assemble and freedom of expression. So yeah, the right rising up all over Europe, all over everywhere. They're going to win. You know what I decided today? that uh they're probably gonna win man the thing is is that they they have like a strategy you know what i'm saying and it's like your right wingers are a lot more willing to put aside their differences so that they can find solidarity with each other and win if we keep treating if we keep treating what right wingers worldwide are doing as if it's like hyperbole or it's like a boogeyman that doesn't really exist and yeah you know one fucking day you're gonna wake up in the u.s and you know find yourself getting arrested for some shit you tweeted 
And ain't nobody gonna riot because this shit kind of shit doesn't happen in America. Try to imagine yeah. a single hip hop artist that would ha- inspire this kind of uprising. For what? Doing what? For, for doing what? I'm not <laughs> Saying what? <laughs> I mean, if the FBI came for No Name or something, I'd probably be out there in the streets. But like, not like thousands of people. Mm-mm. So yeah, so we won't have the people to come save us when they start coming and- for us. So we better take this seriously right now. And was which when were we talking about? I think it was uh, last episode about Fred Hampton because we were talking about how come, or we were saying that there's we we've had a we've had a Fred a new a diff, another Fred Hampton just it was different, right? right, right I kind of right, made the right, point right. about like uh, how we're in America, especially we're all just like just comfortable enough to not want to rock the boat, you know? That's. That's one of those things that's going to work against us. So even if we do have a situation that's absolutely egregious, where like they go after some artist, an actor, a rapper, or whatever, activist, somebody who who says something or makes a piece of art that that makes an expression, when they do crack down on them, and it's like obviously like some hatchet job, unfair fascist move, we're still going to kind of be, you know, we still have that built in. Eh, yeah, I'm going to work tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, we might tweet about it. Oh, this is fucked up. And you got to go to work. And what, what are you supposed to do? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, well, yeah, it's the attitude. That's the attitude. With that, I think that we should get into a little bit of the homie Pablo's discography. Let's get into Pablo's work and see what Pablo has been saying in his music that elicited such a strong reaction out of the government over there. We'll be into that after the jump. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. As a preface, this man has songs called The USSR Will Return, All Power to the Soviets. And the first song we're going to talk about in his catalog is called, it's straight up just called Communista. It's communist. Um, let's, take, let's take a listen real quick. Mm. That shit was dope, yeah. All right, so. It goes fucking hard. It does. I mean, off the bat, off the jump. So hard, yeah. My first reaction to it, and this is, um, we've, uh, like Mariah was saying, um, we were watching a lyric video and we've pulled out some lyrics for you. But um, off the jump from listening to it and and reading the lyrics, the ad libs at the beginning where he's like, socialism is the only viable form of large-scale change. That's like his ad-libs where, like, an American rapper would be going, uh-huh, yeah, take that, take that. This motherfucker's like, yeah, motherfucker, socialism is the only viable form of large-scale change. Like, off the jump, it is so overtly agenda-driven, you know what I'm saying? That, like, if if, if you put yourself in a fascist government's shoes for a second, it's like, like oh, we gotta terrified. stop this. <laughs> So terrified. And I mean, like, from an aesthetic perspective, it doesn't feel preachy to me. It doesn't, like, you know, it's not, like, I feel like a lot of people, and sure, like, there's there's people who like to, like, like to listen to hip-hop to, like, have a good time. I do like unraveling the puzzle of a hip-hop song that's, like, got a lot going on in it lyrically. And with this, I listen to this, it's just, like, the flow is dope. Like, I like the rhymes. Like, And it's a hard beat. Like yeah, it's the- not corny. It's weird. It's like for being is like very obviously drenched in like study of history and theory. It's just like actually pretty listenable. <laughs> what I, I think like the the ticket to it is like you could take his lyrics off of the song and put a less focused or less serious song on top of this, and it would still work like orally as like a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this was just a gangster rap song, yeah, it would it would be like, oh yeah, this is hard as fuck. Yeah, he's going in, but it's like inst- like choosing to replace that content with the content that he's doing it. Yeah. It just makes it and more it, accessible. It, and it does you know? go hard like a gangster rap song because like in the opening line, he says, "Communist is Bolshevik stabbing a czar because nobody should have the right to be to exploit communists as day laborers uh, occupying the land." Collectivizing and dreaming of dead duchesses. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> like, yeah, we're about to murder the monarchs. Like, yo. He shouts what? out Che, Marx, Lenin, Grappo members, Jose Manuel, uh, Silviano. Sev- Silviano, uh, who died in a hunger strike in prison in 1991. Yeah, and the strike is really interesting and worth talking about for a second. So it began in November of 1989 and ended on February 2nd, 1991, which at the time made it the longest running one of the longest running hunger strikes in modern history mm. among the demands made by the prisoners was an end to isolation and control units to be recognized as political prisoners and to be regrouped into one prison so as to continue their political education and maintain their identity this was obviously vigorously opposed by the spanish government who at the time held over a thousand political prisoners during the hunger strike jose Manuel seviano died of heart failure due to malnutrition uh, to prolong the hunger strike, the government force-fed the prisoners. 
several government officials. This is what's fucking insane. Including the head, one head of present medicine, who was in charge of force feeding, were executed during the strike by grapple units. Shit. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, we just, we just can't really imagine something like that happening here. No, I mean, like, for real, I can't. I mean... Shit, I don't even, I'm almost at, like, speechless at a loss for words because it's just, like, I can't, I can't even picture, like, any sort of condition as which this this would be the state of, like, a, American hip-hop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, it reminds me of an a, a interview that Mad Lib was doing recently, and he was making the point of, like, Yo, all hip-hop should pretty much... Just in terms of what's going on in the world, he's like, all hip-hop should pretty much sound like public enemy at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that's that's what we should be tired of. We should we should be like, man, how come everybody's rapping like public enemy and rapping about all this serious political shit? How come nobody's having fun anymore? Like, that should be the, compl- the complaint, but... Uh, let's hop on over to the next one. Juan Carlos Elbo- Bone. Uh, is that the name of the song? This is the name of the song, yeah. Uh, Hassel plays on the words bourbon, which is the name of the royal family, and bobo, which in Spanish means idiot. <laughs> so let's take a listen to a bit of this. Diario de Patricia. Presupuestos reales nunca han sido transparentes. Si eso es democrático, Aznar fue buen presidente. Multaron a los del jueves por una caricatura. I mean, it's, again, it's like the fucking direct nature of the shit that he's saying is crazy. I mean, like, a lot of that he's saying specific names of like specific spanish politicians and calling them out by name and making like accusations i mean whether again this is just objectively like looking at whether you accusations are true or not or whatever he's making like explicit charges against people and saying you did this you are this you are responsible for x you know what i'm saying yeah so like imagine if i don't know um no name came out with a track like, kill Joe Biden. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, as I put myself more and more into the shoes of, like, I mean, do I think someone should be arrested over this? No. Do I sort of understand why the Spanish government was scared? I guess. Like, I, like not giving the government a pass, but, like, I could totally imagine them being super freaked out by something like that. <laughs> right? It's so like... fascinating, because it's not like we don't talk about death in rap music all the time. But who I'm are we talking about die. dying is the I'm question. Nigga, da, da, da. It's like if we're killing each other, that's fine. But like if somebody mm-hmm. came out with a song that was like, uh, I'm going to, you know, murder people. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah. Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> you remember when we were talking about like, you know, people don't rap about killing white supremacists and killing Nazis wow, in their okay. shit. But I mean, like, I'm not even playing. There's literally rappers who is like. Every song is like, yo, I'm shooting up this nigga. I'm killing this nigga. I shoot a nigga's grandmama's house. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they got like endorsement deals open. Like yeah. there's literally nobody who is worried about anything they're saying. It's like, ah, it's fine. It's, it's whatever. So, and yeah, it, you know, more- so much to the way the white supremacy operates. Because, uh, I mean, they will. I mean, as we've discussed in very recent episodes, they will kill you. If they are scared of you, as long as you're killing each other, they're like, oh, then they don't mind. It's like, hey, it's all good. It's nothing nothing to be alarmed about. And I mean, I guess to give the government a little bit less credit, they do monitor hip hop artists for far less shit. Yeah, but unimportant jail 
but the, the typical unimportant shit though you know yeah. what i'm saying like in the in the in the grand scheme of shit you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like hey let's uh we don't like this guy because five years ago he knew this guy you know what i'm saying and we weren't able to get him on that so we're mad so let's listen to his rap lyrics and if he says something then we can hit him with some rico charge to say that he knew a person that knew a person that did something it's quite different than yo what did you say about the duchess yeah, <laughs> yeah. um what's the next track we got juan carlos album <laughs> It definitely, the beat is definitely a lot more uh, lighter than the other stuff that we've heard him rapping on. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's kind of like a fun, funny song is how I interpret it. I mean, he's going in pretty hard on the monarchy. Talking yeah. like mad shit, but like the lighthearted beat and then like the kind of like singing background on the hook make it feel like, I can see this black put this on the car and kind of like sway put your window down and be like yeah fuck the monarchy so I found a reddit thread of some uh, people talking about it um, one person is going on about how he's making several accusations in the song that they deem to be false and then I have another person talking about how his lyrics are horribly inflammatory and making accusations of homophobic and sexist remarks. And then... Because I've read interviews with Cecil in which he talks about how, like, um, you know, his crimes, and, and, he, and he says, you know, like, hatred of homophobia, of racism, of sexism shouldn't be a crime. Like, those things themselves should be a crime. Not to say that does not make him, you know, sexist or homophobic, but he is avowedly you know, anti-oppression, at least in the way he speaks of his worldview. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is just some random Reddit user. Um, sure. I have another person saying um, he's, uh, the, the songs has lyrics about shooting cops in the head and supporting the vast terrorists. And then they're just going on about how, like, in Spain, you can't encourage terrorists. But, you know, there's some people who are pushing back and are talking about, like, it's a stretch to say that that's what the song is doing. Um, I think one of the, the line that stands out of the song, the one that got him in trouble uh, um, a couple years ago, is um, one that goes, the poor go to jail, but not in Fanta Cristina, although half the country want to see her on a guillotine. Uh, Cristina is one of Juan Carlos, the former monarch's daughters, who was acquitted of fraud and corruption in 2013. I don't know if I feel that that's a threat. If I heard somebody say that about me, I probably would feel slightly threatened. I guess, like, as someone that's received death threats, I feel like yeah. thinking broadly about, like, the things that I find threatening, having had, had to, like, evaluate risk level of different things that have been said. Um, if someone said this to me, I'd probably be like, mm, I, I'm about to out this one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing that you just said that, for real, because, like, I didn't even think about it that way. Like, I'm just, like, getting all caught up in my feelings and shit like that. But, yeah, like, if if somebody sent you, if somebody sent you a letter or if, like, you know what I mean? Like, if some MAGA guy was, like, fuck, if some MAGA guy was, like, fuck Mariah Parker because we all want to see her on a guillotine. Yeah, I would, you know what I mean? I would be, like, that's a threat. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, guys, so. you might want to look at look out for those guys that, that said that. Yeah, so, yeah, he's okay. always gotten in trouble for this, some of this shit. Yeah. But, I mean, um, ultimately, like, he just goes in on calling out the, um, calling out the monarchy for being 
just, you know, self-centered, corrupt, multimillionaires that are sucking working people dry to feed, like, their immense wealth and all the shit. And like, come I, I, on, man. I mean, like, he's already, yeah. I think the personal nature of his critiques are probably the largest aspect of what lands him in trouble. Not that, you know, the powers that be aren't worried about his message and his politics, but I do think that, like, the personal nature of it. Because, you know, when, when, when America did have that period where, like, rappers where George Bush was saying Ice-T's name while he was running for president. Yeah. You know what I mean? When Ice Cube was, like, public enemy number one and shit like that. Like, when, when we were in that moment, it was, like, you know, in the backdrop of, like, explicit personal attack. Like, people were really going in personally, and that was the moment when we had. So maybe that's the key. Like, maybe making a vague, vague statements, like capitalism or you know what i mean mm-hmm. like socialism is the way isn't enough to to push the buttons maybe you kind of got to say hey donald trump jr is a piece of shit and his breath smell like wet money i don't know something like that <laughs> and with that joel can we please get a beat When they standing in your way, I think they better move on We told you about the life of Pablo and the revolution Cause your neck is what they wanna go and step their boots on They don't want you comfortable, they want you sharing futons That's the fascist state, no one gotta listen with these bastards stay Kill the body politic and every time they lacerate That's the shit I have to hate, treat it like a passion play Think it be forever, but democracy won't last a day Think it's a game until you're stuck in the street And somebody up in power lock you up for a tweet The cops are drunk on their power, give you shove and a beat Foot on your neck, tell a crowd nothing to see Damn. My name's Dope Knife. I'm Lima Franca. We are waiting on reparations. Hurry up. See you, See you next week. week. Waiting on Reparations is a production of iHeartRadio. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.